Podcasting from deep within the great pit of Carcoon, this is the Dubac Discussion Podcast. Your source for Star Wars news, theories, and reviews. With your hosts, TJ Bowser and Jared Bachman Stubbs. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Do Back Discussion Podcast. This is your host, TJ Bowser, and joining me as always is Poge, pissed off Jared. Hey, guys, how's it going? And Connor Chiquiti. What's up, guys? Today is April 30th, 2019, and it's gonna be May. Woo! Every month at Journeys, we get a different DVD to play, um, and like some months have themes. And the first track on this month's DVD is It's Gonna Be Me. Yeet. Nice. Makes me happy. Hey, hey, we just we just sold a Raylo shirt. Really? Fuck yeah. yeah. Progress. <laughs> I wonder if it was from us like shamelessly shilling it on Girls with Sabres last night. Yes. Maybe. Uh did you like that? I swooped in there and was like, Ooh. That was really sweet of you. Yeah. Emerson Luthien told me that was very sweet of you, and I agree. <laughs> I wanted to spread some love and show the girls some love. Shout out to Girls with Sabres. Uh awesome podcast. And Jared had the awesome blessing of being on there yesterday. Yesterday was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yesterday. I joined them for the they do a live they do like weekly live streams. Um if you guys don't uh, know of them yet, go check them out. Uh, they are the best minds in the Raylo community, as far as I'm concerned. Um, they are the most qualified to talk about it, and their work is incredible. Um, watch the uh, psychology of the duel. It, 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 it's, it's, it's excellent. Their, uh, their whole channel is excellent. That's probably my favorite video of theirs. Um, but yeah. I'll be back on their show at some point in the nearest future. They said they wanted to have me back on soon. Um, they, uh, we teamed up with them to do Raylo Part Two Electric Boogaloo. So yes, great episode. They are in our podcast feed. As well. uh, so, as we begin all great podcast, Jared, what did you do this week? Uh, this week, I officially started my. Uh, training for my promotion at journeys what? which has been fun nice yeah i uh, i have keys now which is fun uh and yeah just doing that playing mortal kombat 11 having a good time with that uh even though that i will i will be covering this on a different podcast i've uh seen avengers endgame three times uh this past weekend and we'll be seeing it a fourth time tonight probably Nice. Yeah, I've been putting myself through the ringer with this movie. So, what about you, Connor? Um, not too bad. Uh, t- this week is the last week of classes for me, and then I have finals next week, and then I'm gonna be a senior in college, and I'm both looking forward to that and not looking forward to it. But we'll see how it goes. Um, this uh, last weekend I. S- I saw Endgame. Uh, non-spoiler thoughts. I thought it was good. It's no Coraline, but it's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chiquiti Flair. You just said that out. Chiquiti Flair. <laughs> I, I just okay, Jared. Well, I said it, and you'll have to deal with it. You know what, Connor? We've already established on this podcast that you have bad opinions. So <laughs> we've actually established they're really good, but okay. Um, Shots and then fired. I saw, <laughs> and then I met up with a friend who I haven't seen in three years, so that was pretty cool. Other than that, nothing really much else. Just trying to stay afloat. <laughs> Swing. Okay. <laughs> Me. Oh, you have learned so well, Padawan. Uh, we here at Dubac have done a lot of stuff. Yesterday I did two podcasts, one with an interview with a James Sweet from Jason Rising and the normal Gore and More podcast. 
sadly with the last podcast with one of our now ex do backers uh <laughs> might as well say it on the old official do back podcast uh but yeah we move on so other than that just putting out content for all y'all uh partnering with some bands promoting you know check out the do back nice. discussion page and jared roll these uh promos man that you got up in your head okay so aside from the podcast that you have crawling into your ear holes right now we got two other ones okay we got goran it's a horror movie it's a horror movie club podcast it's bi-weekly go through all kinds of different retro horror movies uh every other week it's a great time and then they have the show that i host hall of heroes it's your source for comic book movie news and comic book TV news and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, recently, Spencer and I did a really cool uh, MCU recap leading up to Avengers Endgame. And uh, very soon, he and I are going to be sitting down to review Endgame, hopefully with a very special guest. Um, I don't want to say who that guest may be in the event we're able to get said guest, but we might have some company uh, that would be familiar to you, Dubeck listener, assuming things. But we have those. Sag is uh, extra but, shitty today, by the way. What? Sag is extra shitty today, if I might uh, comment on that. Well, maybe because you were being mean to Sag. <laughs> oh, now maybe he's Poge. Uh, <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> it's too many to keep track of. Um, uh, and then obviously, you got to go to www.dobackdiscussion.net. There, you can find all of our articles and uh, things of that nature, and click on the merch tab to go to our T Public store where you can get all kinds of sweet do back swag. Get yourself a Raylo trash shirt while you're at it because love is the balance and love is the way to save it. <laughs> no, because it's actually trash. <laughs> <laughs> Connor is a fucking savage, dude. Yeah, yes. uh, that was too, the, the the setup was perfect. I had Absolutely. to do it. So setting up Savage and Project Luminous, Connor, talk about our first topic. So Project Luminous is this is this project coming in 2020, and we don't know anything about it except that the Delray Star Wars Twitter account posted that. Something really big, really in all cap, really, really big is coming. And then they say, the force is what gives a Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things until dot, dot, dot. And that's really all we have on it. We do have the authors that are working on this project. We have, uh, we have Caven Scott. Daniel Jose Older, who wrote Last Shot, Justina Ireland, who wrote Lando's Luck, and Kevin Scott wrote Adventures in Wild Space, Claudia Gray, who wrote Leia and Master and Apprentice, and we have Charles Soule, who and no, I thought that no, I think that was Delilah Dawson. Wait, what is it? Oh, you're right, you're right. I mixed them up. <laughs> and then we have Charles Soule, who wrote the who wrote, I think, not only the Darth Vader series set between three and four, but he wrote some of the Lando series, if I'm if I remember correctly. So what you're saying is that aside from uh James Lucino and a couple other authors, they basically have the Star Wars writer Avengers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so they're all working on this project, and we have no idea what it is. I'm gonna it's guess it's a book. Gonna what if it's a book? If it's a book, it's gonna be a big ass book. It's a book with every um, with with it's like an anthology book with different authors for different entries in the book. Project yeah. Luminous. It's definitely gonna be. It could be called Luminous Beings, are we? And it could be different stories. Definitely, yeah. Like, it's definitely going to be about the Force. There's no doubt in my mind with that. Do do I the Yoda voice, uh, Connor. What? Do the Yoda voice with the luminous beings? Are we do it? Oh God, no, no, <laughs> Jared. I have a few friends that can, but I can't. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> <clears throat> Oh, 
finished being Zoe. Not this crude matter. <laughs> good. Oh, I missed our invitations. These are the best. Uh, we haven't done those in a while. So, no. uh, this is a, a very cool, cool project coming up here, and uh, we yeah, can only like, imagine like what said, it's going to be. The Avengers of uh... of Star Wars, of Star <laughs> yeah, Wars like, writers. Yeah, I'm just yeah, excited you, to see if. I wonder if this will be like a if there will be a part in it where it basically talks about the um, historical t- interpretations of the force, like throughout the canon, like if there's been any changes to any like historical changes to it, or if um, uh, certain writers talk about certain aspects of it. They just focus and specialize in a certain aspect of the force and write about that. And mm-hmm. then they all synthesize it at the end. So, okay. Who knows? Man? Yeah. I don't know. What? I, could, I, could, I mean, I could get into this whole, um, historiography of the force. And for those that don't know, um, historiography <laughs> is basically, the study of historical writing on a certain subject. It's basically a fancier way of saying change in interpretation, honestly. Okay. So that's your academic lesson for the day. Thank you, Professor Chikiti. You're welcome, Jared. Or, po- or Podge. Podge. Jones. Yeah. So, Jared, you could take away the next one because this is all you because you'll probably be reviewing every single one of these issues. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm a little bit behind. I got to get uh, I haven't had time or uh, the ability to sit down and uh, review some of the latest comics. So uh, stay tuned because I'll have to write a review about this controversial Dark Visions comic at some point soon. Controversial my ass. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. OK, yeah, they're controversial weird. As in people have different opinions and people are entitled to those opinions and interpretations. Absolutely. Yeah, they're a bit weird. I still have to read the third issue, but the first two, a bit weird. But I'm not surprised because this con- these, these comics to me, this issue to me is more so exploring Vader's, um, what's the word? And not interpret like an interpretation of Vader that we haven't seen before. Yeah, like, which is is nice. I think. Yeah, I, I like the idea. My whole thing with it is like of all of the out there weird stories you could tell about Vader, Who? some random shit develops an obsession with him. That's yeah. like at the bottom of my list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, me personally, I would sooner do a story that's like about a Jedi on the run and like Vader yeah. almost like gone. on the run. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I would Jedi I would super read that run. in like a really weird like Vader. It just seems weird to me. Weird but anyway, me well, Star Wars is weird, Jedi so I mean, I just I the, I don't I don't want to I don't need that story told. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But it's just interesting to me to just see like how he's viewed in other parts of the galaxy outside the movies and some of the books and comics that we've seen. Yeah, I agree with that. Like the, the first issue was really cool with the whole them thinking of him as like some Messiah. Oh yeah, as a savior, as a savior. Yeah, that was Jared. That was let's real. talk about the Age of Resistance comics. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, first off, and I covered this before. There's going to be a Galaxy's Edge tie-in comic. Um, I will try to get around to that. Uh, we got cool rev- uh, reveals for like what the variant covers for Age of Rebellion look like. Barton may have hiccups right now. Um, the art looks cool. Very. <laughs> um, here, writer Greg Pack spoke about Age of Rebellion, which kicked off this week uh, with the double debut of Leia and Tarkin. Um, like I said, I'll uh, read those once I get a chance to. And. Um, Tai talked about how much fun it is to do like one shots and how you know you get to tell one story. They showed a sneak peek of Boba Fett, um, which is apparently going to feel. You like said one shots. Plug Broaxium now. Oh, Broaxium is a partner podcast. Uh, they specialize in Star Wars comic books, 
and they do lots of cool stuff. And they also have a bi-weekly podcast called Unrefined Bro Axiom, which you can find on our website. Continue. <laughs> I like how you just like do like do the pop plugs for me. It's really fun. <laughs> uh, they also announced a new series called Target Vader. Yay, um, another Vader comic. <laughs> um, Don't get me wrong. I like Vader. I think hot take, not really. Uh, maybe lukewarm. He's a, much, he's a much better character in the comics for me than in the films. So, Look, but then again, I think that's because comics has both the visuals of a movie and the depth and detail of a novel. Yeah, a snow so. story. Mm. Yep. But it says here, um, the series Target Vader uh, touches on the fact that there might be a little bit of Vader fatigue. Um, but he'll be hunting down a bounty hunter, uh, or a bounty hunter will be hunting Vader. Uh, it's going to be written by Robbie Thompson. Uh, when we last saw this bounty hunter, Valance, in uh, Han Solo Imperial Cadet, he was badly wounded and faced with the prospect of not getting treatment because the Imperial Navy wanted to save some credits. Uh, they said they suspected something to do with that and his transformation into a bounty hunter will have something to do with the comic. Um, but seeing Vader be hunted is cool and is going to end very badly for this guy. Uh, they yeah. also said there was some very exciting news for the titular series writer Greg Pak. And artist uh, Phil Noto will be taking over Star Wars starting with issue 68. Uh, it's the main uh, Star Wars comic. Greg Pak said he wants to cover mm -hmm. what happened uh, happened with all the Imperial probe droids Vader dispatched through the Outer Rim, which assures us that we'll be moving Empire Strikes Back territory as our heroes deal with that. Uh, and we're moving into Age of Resistance, which is I which I'm incredibly excited for. Um, and also, Age of Resistance also made an appearance, uh, and its series we know the least. It's the series we know the least about. Tom Taylor, who is excellent, uh, fuck the haters on Twitter, uh, is going to be the main writer for that. Uh, we'll see Finn as a janitor on Starkiller Base. Learn more about Ray's journey to find Luke on Octo. The early days of Phasma in the First Order. See how Holdo got her purple hair. And there's also going to be a story involving Maz Kanata and her history in the galaxy. Uh, it sounds like they were mum on the Hux and Snoke mm -hmm. issues, which are the most, or uh, the, the Kylo Ren one is the one most excited for. Shock. Which is uh, <laughs> not surprising, but we can uh, look forward to those as well. I'm interested to see how the series coincides with the journey to the Rise of Skywalker titles we'll be getting. And they will stay strictly in the lanes of The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. So, yeah, we got lots of cool comics on our way. I will be reviewing a good deal of them. Uh, but yeah, super exciting stuff. And moving on to our next one, uh, the future of Benahoff Weiss and Ryan Johnson's trilogies to be developed in tandem feature film hiatus confirmed. This is something we already knew people in the midst of all the rise of Skywalker and star Wars celebration news, Anthony Bresnikan of entertainment weekly, the Brez, the Bresnikan published an article this morning, which suggests some huge implications for the state of the feature film franchise over the next few years, addressing the potential hiatus. We reported Bob Iger alluded to yesterday. Kathleen Kennedy confirms it. While we also suggesting that we might see the star Wars return to the big scream. The future of Star Wars franchise Scream. is about to hit <laughs> uncharted territory as the rise of Skywalker brings the Skywalker saga to a definitive end. The only announced film projects on the horizons are two trilogies, one being developed by Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. The others by the Last Jedi writer and director Ryan Johnson. It sounds like these two God. trilogies will shape up. The yeah. future <laughs> of Star Wars films it's for the next dope. decade will be developed in tandem, something that up till this report was not widely anticipated. Previously, the announcement of these trilogies seemed to suggest that we're independent of one another, but now they may be connected. Bresnikin quotes Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy as they finished Game of Thrones are going to seg. What is that? Segway. Segway. Oh, that's how you spell that. Nice. <laughs> Into Star Wars, Kennedy said they're working very closely with Ryan. This is very big news and an exciting glimpse into the brain trust that will keep Star Wars films going as a new generation of sequel filled trilogy fans will no doubt be looking for the next after the 
looking for what's next after the curtains go down on the Skywalker saga. Johnson recently confirmed he will be returning to work on Star Wars after post-production of his feature film, Knives Out, featuring Jamie Lee Curtis. And Brad DeCane reports Benahoff and Weiss are going to get started once Game of Thrones has completed its final season this spring. We can also expect these two trilogies being developed. Well, maybe the more appropriate question, when can we expect these t- trilogies to take place? We reported last month that Benahoff and Weiss trilogy will take place centuries before the Skywalker saga. And our own John Hoey had a solid source on his report. Bresnikin suggests this and Kathleen Kennedy confirms that there are plans for this, but doesn't directly confirm those plans are relative to the trilogies. Either Benahoff and Weiss or Johnson are developing. When asked about moving franchise to a period before they establish canon, Kathleen Kennedy is quoted, Yes, absolutely. I think that would absolutely on the horizon, she said. We're looking at whether we can move massively into one direction of the other. Still, Star Wars holding on to the DNA of what George created is still very important to us. I think this is a huge opportunity to step into the galaxy in a little bit different part of the timeline, Kennedy added. There are many different ways to read that. Could be getting an Old Republic trilogy, later reported in the show. Or Sith Jedi War trilogy, well before the events of the Skywalker saga. Sure, could we be getting a... Both and two new stories will be interconnected somehow distant past and far future. All of this is speculation by Kennedy suggests that somewhere in the next few years, they will be telling stories that move the timeline beyond before the prequel, original and sequel trilogies. So we look forward to this shits and we already knew this was going to happen. It takes time to create films and there's other projects being worked on. We can be patient we went 20 years without a Star Wars film before. I think we can last just fine. Yep. Yeah. And like, yeah, like this said, you know, Bobby Iggs uh, confirmed this a while ago that they were going to be taking a break from the movies. Um, I don't necessarily think that the Benioff and Weiss and the Ryan Johnson trilogies are going to be connected so much as they're just, you know, being made at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah I wouldn't be surprised if in some aspect they're connected, but... Because everything connects in Star Wars. Like, I mean, yeah, because I mean, yeah, it's all the, on the same timeline. But I mean, like, I don't well, think like they're not like, going to be like the same. They're not going to be like all working together. Yeah, they're not, I don't think they're telling the same story necessarily. Yeah. I just think like they're they're being made at the same because that's when um, Benioff, Weiss and Johnson's uh, schedules will free up. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited to see what Johnson comes up with, because I can totally see the Benioff, Benioff and Weiss. I can totally see them doing Old Republic, but um, Johnson. I want to see. I Johnson. could honestly. I wanted the Broom Kid trilogy, Dan. Yeah, no, I want that would be awesome, but I wouldn't. I would be pretty happy if he did a trilogy on the origins of the Force, Jedi, and Sith, because. I just feel like he could get into that and then that could segue into the old Republic with Benioff and Weiss. That would be just a perfect. And outside of Lucas and Filoni, I think Johnson understands the force. Like outside of those two, he's like the third, he's like the third best person to write, write about the force. And we saw how he wrote about the force in last Jedi. And it was just absolutely perfect. I thought so to him to hit to me if he did a movie on the force I would pay top dollar to see that me too because he gets the mysticism of it which I think is just so central to it he gets the mysticism but he also grounded it in last Jedi in a way where he like used the environment which is just holy shit wow yeah, no, I'd love, I'd love to see that. Like I said, there, there's just so much going on there, and like if we just take some time to let them churn out some movies, and we will be, we will be a okay uh, pl- uh, watching Mandalorian and Cassian, and, yeah, uh, whatever other shows are going to be coming, and whatever games are going to get comics and novels. You know, it's smart for them to take a break from the movies. That's the same thing the MCU is going to do, right? Like, yeah, you know, Star Wars is more than just films, like. Like, really I, don't, I don't think we're going to get another Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie for a couple years. That's okay. Yeah. I agree. So. 
Okay, moving on. Uh, Jared, Disneyland reservations. <laughs> that, that really caught me off guard. I didn't know what was happening there for a second. Uh, yeah, so Star Wars Newsnet again reports, hot off the tail of uh, Star Wars Celebration 2019, Disneyland Resorts has revealed May 2nd at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time as the time people can begin reserving access to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Calm down, would you, you big furry oaf? Um, uh, for May 31st and June 23rd, for those without existing hotel reservations, so that it will be available. Reservations will not be required from June 24th on. This is likely to minimize the Russian flow when the park expansion first opens. Uh, I said, let's check out the details, including other interesting bits of information about when the park initially opens. Chad just commented on my Facebook post with a slight endgame spoiler, so I'm not going to read that. (laughs) 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 That was Shrywolk for America's ass. Uh, Reservations are required for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge visits between May 31st, 2019 and June 23rd, 2019. Access to the land during the time will be available only with a reservation. Please check back on this page Thursday, May 2nd, 2019 at 8 a.m. Pacific time for more details. Uh, We saw that. uh, And then uh, it said beginning June 24th, 2019, a separate reservation for the land will no longer be required. Capacity for Disneyland Park, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and its experiences is limited. Access to the park park and land and experiences may be restricted or unavailable depending on guest demand and other factors. Hiccups. Park tickets, annual passports, and vacation packages, and Disneyland Resort hotel hotel stays do not include special provisions or guarantee access to Galaxy's Edge. Um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will not be available during extra magic hour or magic morning at Disneyland. Uh, so yeah, uh, they also said so that the most important bits for the people with the Fast Pass and Max Pass are not available for Galaxy's Edge, and that the biggest ride, Rise of the Resistance, will not be ready until later this year. However, Flight of the Falcon will be. So yeah, lots of Galaxy's Edge news. They're working on getting this ready. This is an unparalleled task they're working on here. This is going to blow the Wizarding World at Universal out of the water in terms of immersion intensity. And I made a lot of money in Atlantic City, and I'm very proud of it. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I love trolling you. So, Connor, uh, Kathleen Kennedy confirms what? Absolutely... Nothing. Sort yes. Of. No, 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 Connor. Old Republic confirmed. A movie that is a direct adaptation of the video game Knights of the Old Republic is confirmed. We are 100,000% confirmed going to see Revan on the big screen. It is all confirmed. We are getting 18 Old Republic movies all about Revan. Confirmed. Okay, so... Or at least that's what all the fucking clickbait said. Yeah, that's what all the goddamn casuals say. Um, The people who don't read... Who don't or fucking people read. People who are just click-thirsty. People who are click-thirsty. They read yeah. the articles. They knew what was happening. They didn't want to be you honest. Know, I just don't get it. So, she spoke with... So, she was interviewed at Star Wars Celebration about this, and she cut straight to the point... Um, when asked if they were developing any projects around Knights of the Old Republic or KOTOR, as it's commonly abbreviated as. And she said, you know, we talk about that all the time. Yes, we are developing something to look at. And then there's just really no Knights word. Knights of the Old Republic confirmed! Oh my god, it's a movie! It's like, how the fuck did you go from this? To, how did you jump to this conclusion? Because if... Because if you got to the Olympics, jump into that conclusion, congratulations. Good on you, but just, wow. Fucking chill. Um, So yeah, she said that right now, I have no idea where things might fall, but we have to be careful that there is a cadence to Star Wars that doesn't start to feel like too much. Which doesn't surprise me, because then you had, because like, you had all the people bitching and complaining about... 
um, Last Jedi, then Solo being apart like six months from each other. And that, but, but the thing is that Marvel, they have like three, like two to three movies a year and no one bats an eye yet. Star Wars has two movies within six, seven months of each other. And people are just like, oh my God, too much Star Wars. What the hell? And it's like, dude, how, you know, I just don't get that criticism. It's actually kind of fucking like stupid to me. Fatigue is a thing. It's the same people who act like superhero fatigue exists. Meanwhile, Avengers Endgame made one point two billion in one fucking weekend. B billion worldwide this weekend. Yeah, that is sir. Dude, I think I, it might be. I'm look it, at one point two billion dollars. Yeah, it's not. But um. Like it's good that it's good that Kathleen said that they're looking at something in the old in the old republic. Just don't know what. I wouldn't mind if we got like a comic series or a TV show or a film, heck anything really, but just I think vi- we need something visual with the old republic because I feel like if we got something more I think we I think if we got something visual it would be a lot better. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. Like, I want something live action, just like everybody else does. But like, stop. Like, it. I don't want to read about the old. Rep- like, I don't mind reading about the old Republic, but I'd like to see like a comic or a film or a TV show, something where I can actually see the action going down and the characters being characters. Full shekels again. Jesus. Don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cut, 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 I would go to blackout Kylo Ren rage. Cut, 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 cut. But um, no, I'm excited to see what they come up with, um, and just to see where they take the old Republic in the canon. Yeah. Did so. you guys see Kylo Ren is nominated for a Tony? Who the fuck's Tony? A Tony Award. <laughs> Again, who the fuck's Tony? <laughs> he's some he's some guy no the to- the tony's like the broadway awards for like okay okay stuff. listen 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 okay we gotta talk about this huge update okay uh huge uh no i just, everybody just sent it like sent me like a message because they announced who like who the tony nominees are and adam driver's nominated for his performance in burn this okay I was just saying, like, it's cool. Like, Adam Driver's nominated for a Tony. Again, who the fuck is Tony? I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. Okay, huge. Huge update coming to Battlefront 2. Okay, great things, big things. Okay, incoming transmissions, uh, great transmissions. FBI confirmed. Okay, real news here, people. Real news. This month's update primarily focuses on bug fixes, people. Bug fixes with minor okay. content drops. But one of those okay. drops is a surprise. This is going to be surprise. If you're reading that, if we're going to be reading this community transition in a Trump impersonation, let the professional handle okay, it. Okay, do it. From the top, Jared. Okay. Incoming transmission. This month's update primarily focuses on bug fixes. Lots of bug fixes, folks. <laughs> All the bugs. There's so many bugs that need fixed. We're fixing them. We're fixing them bigger than you've ever seen. With some minor content drops, but one of those drops is a surprise. It's very surprising. Not many people saw it coming. Not many people. They, they, ask, they ask you. They ask you. They say, they say, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? They say, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? This is an attack on the Wookiees. We got to fix that. We got to go to Kashiro Beach. We got to bomb the shit out of the Separatists. <laughs> it's, an, it's a system we can't afford to lose. All the experts, all the experts, people, all of them say that we cannot afford to lose the Kashyyyk system. To start, capital supremacy is to expand to the Kashyyyk system. It's a very important system. The Clone Wars is a long war, three years a very long war. We'll be fighting on the Kashiro Beach. All new way. It's a way you've never seen before, folks. And don't think the map is exactly the same as before, though. It's very different. Very, very, very different, folks. While it's based on the Kashyyyk map from Galactic Assault, we have made some new changes 
it's new it's changes. It's new changes. Changes work. Walls work. Wheels work. It's a change <laughs> to function better in capital supremacy. I'm dying doing this to myself. Keep it up. This actually like hurts my brain because I have to like add like 18 words. To you every are doing sentence. amazing. Keep it up, dude. Hope. We got lots of hope, people. We got hope. So much hope. Leading their forces in the battle and holding the line when there was nowhere left to go. They were, their backs were against the wall. They couldn't do anything. It was Leia Organa. Wonderful woman. Wonderful Leia Alderaan. It's a great place. Has always ma- mastered the balance between princess and general. She's a great general. She's a lovely princess, believe me. In preparation for May the 4th and only a few days, folks, we're adding Leia's iconic A New Hope appearance. You've all seen it. It's wonderful. It's great. It's great. It's huge. This appearance will be visible from the collection screen once the update goes live. And it isn't just a regular appearance shop, though. To unlock this very, very, very iconic look, players must take part in an in-game event by capturing the most command posts in Capital Supremacy. We all know Trump likes a certain kind of supremacy. Um, the May the 4th special event will begin on May 1st and run until May 6th. It's a very short time, people. Good luck and may the force be with you. We'll have more details on the event in just a few days' time. Uh, we got blocks for Yoda and Darth Maul. After much discussion and tweaking, as well as a healthy amount of player feedback, a very good amount of feedback, you all talk to us. You all tell us what's going on. We've added blocking for Yoda and Darth Maul. Yoda still has the ability. He still has it. He still has it. He's not going anywhere, folks, to absorb blaster bolts and force lightning, but he'll use his lightsaber to defend against lightsaber attacks. Lots of lightsaber attacks, folks. Darth Maul will use his lightsaber for both of those things. It's a very big lightsaber. It's huge. It's a long <laughs> saber. I've held it. I've <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry. I didn't think of that. That was a great little cherry on top of that. <laughs> This is like legitimately difficult to do. I don't understand how that is his default for speaking. <laughs> it's to just ad lib 90% of what you're saying. Like this is like this is brain straining. <laughs> like I need to skim what I'm about to read before I do anything so I can like add words to it. Damn. Community requests. As mentioned above, this month's update has a large focus on bug fixes and balancing tweaks. When we're, we're balancing all of the game, the game needs battle. We're going to balance, make Battlefront balance again. However, we're doing something a little different this time. Below, oh. you'll find some of the release notes have a tag beneath them that says community request. These changes, updates, fixes, and tweaks are based directly on player feedback that was brought up to us. You spoke. We listen. That's how it works. M- Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, Harry from CNN. What about what do you say about the people that Sit say down. that? Sit down. No. Sit down. No. Sit down. Oh, God. Sorry. I got into care. <laughs> <laughs> you are the enemy of the people. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like method acting like fucking Nigeria. Uh, this Leto is amazing. You're like, Next thing you know, I'll be like, you know, just just screaming into the Twitter. For but we're not going to go over every single one of these details on this community transmission. You can do that at yourself on the Battlefront Forums at the community transmissions section. There are a lot of uh, yeah, there are a lot of really cool and really important fixes that are coming. Um, yes. I think the funniest one I'm reading here is uh, community request adjusted raise facial expression on the main menu for. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh huh. Like, I don't know who on Twitter is like, oh, I don't like Ray's face. Like, (laughs) Ray, Ray, you need to make her more Daisy Ridley. Like, I don't know who made that request, but. So, uh, anything else anybody wants to touch on? Uh,. Uh, they're adding a whole lot of stuff to Galaxy of Heroes. You can talk about that if you'd like. Yeah, they're adding Geonosis to territory battles. They're adding Padme really soon. Oh, Padme. Um, a Padme Amadara? 
<laughs> you clean up a dollar herself. Uh, um, oh, never mind. I'm like, I'll save that off the air. Um, <laughs> That's never good. <laughs> I was like, mm, no, no, no. I'm gonna keep that to myself. Um, but yeah, that's about it. And yeah, Adam Driver's nominated for a Tony. So watch the Tonys and cheer for Kylo Ren. Uh, Connor Chikiti, what do you got to talk about? Um, nothing that I can think of right now. And that's the worst part because usually when the episode ends, I think of like three things I could have talked about. And in my mind, I'm just like, God damn it. I should have talked about this. And then <laughs> just it never happens when I'm recording with you guys. And it's mm-hmm. fucking bullshit. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> you know, I can't really, I don't know. There's really nothing I can think of right now other than just that. How, let's uh, figure out how we're going to celebrate May 4th uh, for the fans. Uh <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to do a completely new episode, but maybe if we do like a skit or something and put it out to you guys, like an audio skit. We could do that. Um, there's any number of things. Like I said, if the schedules align in the right way, um, I know I'm free Friday night. Okay. Like once I get off work, if we want to like rally the troops as soon as we can and do a May 4th special, That'd that be would cool. be cool. I'd love to do a special episode for May the 4th. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do, man. That'd be really, really yeah, cool. Think of else. Yeah. What else. Can't make any promises, but if we do do it, it will be very theatrical and over the top and very funny. Uh, probably end up making each other do voices and read <laughs> read things and do some Star Wars trivia on air. I mean, oh, 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 you mean y'all want me to just open up the fucking smack cam on you? Jeez. <laughs> Mostly, let's. It's going to be a uh, trivia of Connor and Jared, and I'm going to sit there and be the host with the most, like I am normally. Uh, Dude, bring it on! Oh, Connor, nothing personal, buddy. I'm going to fucking curb stuff. <laughs> All right, that's fine. American history X style. I've been training for years. <laughs> that's terrifying. Okay. You boy, slow down already. Bring it on! Oh my god. All right, that's fine with me. Always bringing it to that next level, aren't you? I uh, have to. We need to start putting on Twitter uh, about emailing us in questions. DJ and it's over the fucking top. <laughs> uh, we need to start mess- uh, putting up on Twitter uh, emails for the following week so we can get uh, some emails in from Farm Boy, uh, maybe some GSW, something going on, uh, some sort of discussion for post-news discussion uh, but other than that, man, we don't really got much to talk about. I think we're done for today. Nope. I mean, yeah. I've just seen some shit on Twitter about Fallen Order and everyone's complaining. Not everyone, but a lot of people are complaining that Cal Kestis is this generic white male protagonist. And it just annoys me. Like, personally, I couldn't give less of a shit shit what he is just as long as he's a well-written character with a great arc and a great story i mean yeah but there also is a there also is a precedent for like games that are just so they just revolve around like a a boring cookie cutter character i don't think that's what we're gonna have but like i can understand people being like a little bit weary about it of like, you know, like Ivan Versio was like an incredibly interesting character. And even oh, though he yeah. time with her, yep. Ivan's incredibly fascinating. And like, but you know, look at Revan isn't interesting until you like read things about Revan that weren't in the game. Yeah. No, definitely. Galen Merrick is boring as shit <laughs> until you read his book. <laughs> like it, there's so many of these characters like Kyle Katarn is the only Star Wars video game protagonist I can think of who's even remotely interesting in his own video game. Yeah. Cause like, and so like so many of those, like, like the generic white male guy, I think that has a lot less to do with him being a white guy and more to him just kind of being 
similar to a conveyor belt of characters who are boring as shit that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what I, I mean? Know, it's just it just makes no sense to me that that's the thing is because to me, I've noticed when I'm watching films or just any other sort of media, a story is super interesting to me if the characters themselves are interesting. Because like you could have probably the most probably the most plain story ever in this game, which I totally doubt we're not or that I totally doubt we're going to get because it's order because it's post order 66. But you could have the most plain story ever created and have like the most interesting characters in it. And that would automatically make the story so much better, I think, because of the interesting characters in it. It's just and I totally agree with that. Like I said, I think it's less to do with like the white man part and more to do with like so often like the stories that involve that type of protagonist, yep. the character is super bland. You know what I mean? Kind of. I mean, that's just more – that's more just on the writers because I think to me it's that when you write a character, you really should – to me at least, you should just write out their traits and everything and then write out who they actually are, what their race is, what their gender is because – the best written characters to me are um, people that if you, you could change their race and everything and they could still be great characters. Yeah. Like uh, like Beatrix Kiddo or Coraline or... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Flair. You didn't, I love how like he was going to try to not say Coraline and then gave up right after Beatrix Kiddo. Don't yeah, like those are two to me. Ah! Two interesting characters ever and if you switch them to males they'd still be as fucking interesting so i highly disagree yeah with you sound like an sjw right now you could stop at no, any time oh my god is not no her whole story is no i mean yeah you'd have to change some stuff but like the whole essence of her the whole essence of the character I it's think, the essence it's work. the essence jared okay Clearly, you don't get the SJW agenda, yeah. you soy boy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Paul Joseph Watson, okay. Come on, you gotta but, fuck your cousin and drink bush light, okay? This is all we do around here. <laughs> Eat Vagisil pork and beans in that car. <laughs> but yeah, that's really it. That's the thing. Um, because this, cause I saw this one quote. I think it was from George R.R. Martin where he said, I don't write male or female characters. I just write characters. And that's pretty important. Non-binary. The whole cast. (laughs) So that's what I'm getting at, Jared. A whole movie with no pronouns. I'd watch it. I'd be confused, but I bet you it'd be interesting to watch. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's a uh, that's, that's a that people are like messaging me in groups and stuff. Uh, oh damn, we're recording right now, but uh, you can catch us another time on the Do Back Discussion podcast. <laughs> this so is your host TJ Bowser signing off, and this is your co-host Jared the Dark Jedi signing off. And go check out my the live stream I was on with Girls with Sabers on YouTube right now. Go do it. Fill your ears with all kinds of radio. now. And this is your third co-host, Connor Chiquiti, signing off. And you can check me out on Twitter and at the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics on Facebook, or Tao Swift for short. Mm, yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh, check it out, baby. Make it hot, baby. Kinda horny, conventional methods of making love kinda bore me. I wanna knock your block off, get my rocks off, blow your socks off, make sure your G spots so I'ma call your big daddy and scream your name. Matter of fact, I can't wait for your candy rain. So what you saying? I get my swerve on, bring it live, make it last forever. Damn the kitty cat's time. Mm, daddy, slow down your flow. Put it on me like a G, baby, nice.
guarantee you, shorty, it's real. Baby, stick it out. Here comes the man to stay. For the right spot to hit now, get down. Damn, I love a dick down. You use a rock. Damn right. You are my lover. Oh my god, I love this. Man, tight. The only thing left to do was climax. Let's make it last. Words, we ain't going out like that. All this time you've been telling me that you was a dumb. I tried to warn you, girl, you wouldn't listen. Now let's get it on. Yes. Mm-hmm. 